Hey, how you doing? You know what we're doing, working on the podcast today. We have an amazing episode. Clue, I'm going to give you a clue, see if you can guess. It's food-related and mouth-watering, and some might say it's the king of fruit. So I kind of narrowed it down for you. So if you can think of those clues, you'll know what I'm talking about. So stay tuned to the episode so you can find out what it's all about. Welcome, welcome, you and all, to another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast, where we talk about, say it with me, Latino everything. Thank you very much for being here for another amazing episode. Make sure you go and subscribe. Go and subscribe. You know it helps us a lot. You are already here of all the billions of possibilities. You landed on our channel, and we appreciate it very much. Now, do us a very, very big favor, as they say, a solid. Hit the subscription. Leave us a comment, give us a thumbs up. You know, it helps us a lot to keep generating our algorithm to shoot up so that way we can continue to grow. And the ones that already subscribe, want to say thank you very much for the audio. Want to say thank you very much for always staying tuned, always checking out the episode. We appreciate it very much. And uh, thank you very much for continuing to continue to support it. We're getting close to 10,000 downloads on the audio. And of course, the YouTube is growing. If you're ever curious to know what we look like, then, of course, we have the video. 4K, by the way, thanks to uh, Carlos. It looks amazing. The color and everything, you get to see what we look like on the audio side, which, again, is pretty, I'm sorry, on the video side, which is pretty much just not my voice. <laughs> so thank you very much. So in today's episode, we have a fascinating topic lined up for you. We're diving into the intriguing world of pineapple. Its indigenous roots in South America to the journey as a symbol of luxury and wealth in Europe. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this magnificent adventure like SpongeBob does on his uh, pineapple under the sea. Just chill. Just chill because we got you. The pineapple, scientific known as the Ananas Cocosus, is a tropical plant that bears an edible fruit. It holds great economic significance and belongs to the family of the Brosilianceae, indigenous, I might have mispronounced that, indigenous to South America. The pineapple has been cultivated for centuries and has kept a captivating history. And we're going to tell you all about that right now. Europeans were enamorated by its exotic flavor and juiciness, considering it, it far beyond the choices of fruit in Europe. But what made the pineapple so special, to understand that we need to explore its cultivation challenges and transportation huddles. Now, pineapples are native to the Parana Paraguay River drainage spanning in southern Brazil and Paraguay, archaeologists' evidence dates their usage as far back as 1200 BC to 800 BC in Peru and 200 BC to AD 700 in Mexico. The Mayas and the Aztecs cultivated pineapple, making them a staple food for their respective civilization. That is 
amazing. But how did the Pine Book find its way to Europe? It was none other than, you know who it is, Christopher Columbus, who brought the pineapple back to Spain in 1493, calling it Piña de Indes, or Pine of the Indians. Its introduction to uh, Europe sparked a pineapple frenzy with Europeans craving this exotic delicacy. Now, you know how I feel about Christopher Columbus, at least I Man was lost, still getting credited for discovering America, which I don't know necessarily that is what it is. But in a lot of a lot of resources that I found, his name kept popping up as giving him credit for actually taking pineapple to not discovering the pineapple itself, but just taking it to Europe and introducing Europe to pineapple. So that's the reason why he is credited for that. So. He's not the one that actually discovered it first. He's just the one that's credited for taking it there. So it might be a different individual. Cultivated pineapple in the unsuitable British climate proved to be a challenge. Numerous attempts fell until the 18th century when the use of hot houses enabled success to grow. The scarcity and difficulty of transporting pineapple from the colonies only added to their dis- desirability and status symbol so if you had a pineapple in your house you were balling you were considered somebody that was had a lot of wealth that was well off it's like equivalent to whatever you want to think of having now uh, a curate or one of those little vacuums that vacuums by themselves whatever the case might be or an alexa <laughs> you people had pineapples in their tables everywhere and it show you know welcoming and it showed that that family was well off Kind of funny and interesting. We cannot overlook the pineapple's impact on architecture and hospitality. Pineapples became a decorative element symbolizing warmth and hospitality. The fruit adored grand states and even hothhouses were built in its shape. Other remarkable examples in the Dunmore pineapple, a stone capul measuring 14 feet tall, commissioned by John Murray, 4th Earl of Dunmore. Now, that's crazy, the length of things that people used to go in order for even to, not only to get the pineapple to Europe, but even to cultivate the pineapple itself and making these hothouses, which to my understanding, I thought it was greenhouses when I heard houses, but it's not. It was like they were burning and kept burning these things in within their room and the pineapple is not a big tree. They're not super tall. They're maybe three to four feet. They kind of look like bushes. And then that's how the plant comes to be. I don't know why whenever I was thinking pineapple, I was thinking trees like coconuts, but that's not the case. So they created these houses and they will burn stuff, I guess, to maintain the temperature. And then they will grow the pineapples in there. And they were successful for some time doing that. But it's crazy the length of things that people were willing to go just to have a pineapple for something that nowadays we can go to the supermarket and it's already chopped up for you. And not only that, but our Latinos, Mexicanos especially, we had the tajin, we had the chamoy. Man, and it's a different beast now. So to think that people used to go to these lengths to try to do that, to now having it so easy available. And sometimes we forget that where the humble beginnings of the pineapple came from. 
And now that we explore the history and symbolism of pineapple, let's dive deeper into the botanical characteristics. The pineapple grows as a small bush and their individual flowers fuse to form a multiple fruit. Propagation occurs through the offset produce on the top of the fruit or the inside of the shoot. From planting to maturing, it typically takes about a year. So a year, that's all it takes for a pineapple to come. That is amazing. Pineapples are more than just a delicious ingredient. ingredients in piña colada and fruit salads. They hold a significant place in history and continue to captivate our taste buds today. Whether you enjoy them fresh or in a various culinary creation, the pineapple's journey is a testament to the fascinating interplay between cultures and continents. Thank you very much for checking out this episode. Make sure you hit the subscribe notification bell. And now, back to the podcast. Now, let's check out the, the global factor, global Latin factor. Now, remember, the reason why some of this history might have been forgotten and some other people might trace back the history and let you know that this is the history But if we're talking about the global Latin factor as far as the impact in the world from this particular fruit, this is what we're talking about. The Philippines and Costa Rica, Brazil are the top three pineapple producers in the world, supplying the most significant percentage of the global pineapple output. The Philippines is the largest producer, generating more than 2.7 million tons of pineapple. Follow closely by Costa Rica in over 2.6 tons. That is a lot of pineapple. Brazil are the biggest pineapple consumers worldwide. Around 11% of the worldwide volume is consumed in South America's South American countries. Next in the ranks are the Philippines and Indonesia, which both have an 8% of consumption consumption. Followed by India, 7%, and China, 6%. Now, crazy how much pineapple is consumed. And I think I thought I was consuming a ton because at least I have to have pineapple once a week. And I love pineapple. It's OEC. I know I can give me one that is the one that is just a regular pineapple and cut it. I can. However, when it's already pre cut, I like that better. It's so good to me. And I, I know that it's also it's a little bit helpful with coughing. Whenever you have like issues with coughing, that helps a lot. And there's a lot more things. I'm going to tell you all about that, though. Before we, and, uh, before we let you go and we want you to take some, so you can take something away from you so you can show up your friends, some fun facts. So before we let you go, we wrap this episode. Let's sprinkle in a couple of interesting fat, facts, fun facts, a little extra knowledge that you might not know about the pineapple. Fun fact number one. Did you know that pineapple are... Fun fact number one. Did you know that pineapple are the only known fruit that contains an enzyme called bromelain? Bromelain has natural anti-inflammatory properties that can aid in indigestion. So not only do pineapples taste delicious... But they also offer health benefits. And as I mentioned earlier, coughing. And then there's other benefits with the pineapple that, like, it's crazy how pineapple is so beneficial for you to eat. And so that's why I consume it. Fun fact number two. Have you ever wondered why pineapples are so prickly 
on the outside? Well, those thorny bumps are actually called eyes, and each one is separated into is separate individual flower. The flower fuses together to create the iconic pineapple fruit we know and love. So those are real flowers that come together and merge. That's crazy. I didn't know that before I started looking into this. Fun fact number three, pineapples are not only tasty, but also an incredible and versatile. They can be enjoyed in various forms from fresh slices to juice to smoothies, jam, and also is a key ingredient to savory dishes such as pineapple fried rice, tacos al pastor, and much more. Their sweet and tangy flavor adds a tropical twist to any recipe. And there you have it. Those are three fascinating facts about pineapple that you might not know today. I don't know about you, but what do you think, Carlos? I agree with... Uh, <laughs> so there's like a 50-50 of people that don't like this, but I actually think that pineapple does belong in pizza with ham and some jalapenos, and man, it's so good. What do you think, Carlos? He doesn't. Carlos doesn't agree. See how it's 50 50? There's two people here and he doesn't agree. But I think it belongs. If it belongs in tacos, and then you put the salsa and the sweet with the salty, with the spicy. Oh, man. B unbelievable. Okay, so that brings us to the end of this episode uh, in the captivating history of pineapple. We hope that you enjoyed this exploration into the world of this amazing tropical fruit. Join us next time for more intriguing stories and discover of uh, discoveries from the Latin American world. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Share with a friend and a pineapple lover. We appreciate you very much for taking the time to check out another solo episode of the Global Latin Factor where we talk about pineapple, one of another global Latin factors that now we take for granted that their history might not, we might not even think about it. We really truly take it for granted, but its history is amazing. This is just a little snippet of its entire history, but we hope that we enlighten you and remind you that this is one of the Latino contributions to the world. And if you forgot then that's why we are here to remind you that pineapple comes from the Americas to the world, goes to Europe and makes its way back to the Americas or the U.S. Because, again, pineapple, just like many other ingredients, I've seen, uh, I've seen Eva Longoria talking about some of the things that we discussed, how tomatoes, peppers, corn, all that stuff, you know, how he made it to Europe and different things like that. And it's another example right here. Piña, pineapple, is one of the other ones that we have contributed to it so without our culture some of this you might not even hear hawaii has a crazy crazy story regarding pineapple and the things that they have to go through and their history um, politics all kinds of stuff that happens and it ties it to ties it to pineapple the philippines they have another crazier story you know is they have a more crazier story with pineapples too and now they're one of the top producers of pineapple not only the, the pineapple itself the fruit that is juicy however the crown so there's a company there make the crown and figure a way to break it down to where they are creating they are creating plates there are disposable plates biodegradable plates they're trying to substitute plates that are styrofoam or any other type of material and this biodegradable plates 
have seeds included that you can actually grow. And they were actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're from Colombia. They made the plate and they were actually in a equivalent or, or Shark Tank. And they pitched the idea of uh, out of the crown of the piña, they took that and they made a biodegradable plate. Now, the the leaves of the pineapple, as a, another lady that began to use leaves to make uh, some type of leather and yarn. And she's been, she took about 10 years to perfect the craft, but now she's uh, making deals with Nike or different other big companies because not only leather, I mean, I get more biodegradable, but it's pineapple leaves and they are very welcome within the, the, the fashion world. And it's crazy that this one amazing thing that came from the Americas does that. So. Once again, we appreciate you very much for being here, for taking the time of all the options you chose us to check out this episode. So thank you very much. Make sure you go and subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the channel. You're already here. Just hit the button, notification button, hit the bell so you will know when we drop new episodes every single week. So that way you'll we'll be on your radar. Once again, remember, we are just like you. We are the spice in this melting pot. And it is the world. We are people. Till next time. Thank you. Thank you very much for checking out another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast. Make sure you go and subscribe to the channel. You are very important. And it means a lot to us whenever you go and subscribe and hit the bell so you can get notifications whenever we have new episodes. It really does truly mean a lot to us. Thank you very much. Pero but in fact it's a flamingo Coming to Havana and from Puerto Rico On a pirate ship, you don't know where do we go The birds of the jungle chasing fortune and fame But one...